0: Shop it all at samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more. For your dough on stand mixers. Mm. Or get more. For your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more. (gasps) Bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay.
1: Hey, everybody, this is Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime. Let's talk about NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver Night 2. That's tonight. And I am expecting gigantic things which may mean a letdown there is only one match I'm not really looking forward to I'm not really interested in everything else I am and I can't wait I haven't made the decision on whether I'm gonna watch it live or I'm gonna watch Bloodsport 6 live one of them is ...is gonna have to be streamed later... ...because they both started at 8 o'clock. I hate that. Uh, my wrestling day, however, will be starting at 4... ...with, uh... ...I believe it is the Acid 3 Cup... ...that uh, GCW is putting on the collective. But anyway, that's neither here nor there... ...because we're talking NXT. Um... I was let down by last night. I told you that in episode 20. The one right before this. So, NXT really has to pump it up tonight to reach takeover status. I think they've set it up for it to to do that. To bring eyeballs to Peacock to get ready for WrestleMania. Or at least... That's how I have it in my mind. So, let's hope so. Now, let's talk matches. Cruiserweight Championship. Number one. To me, Jordan Devlin is the true Cruiserweight Champion. He is an unbelievable young guy. Um, Super nice. Nice. Um, Nothing at all like his character that he sometimes plays over in the UK. He is a star waiting to explode. I think that a lot of people haven't seen him because of him being in NXT UK. But I think the ones that have saw him since... They put NXT UK on hold due to COVID. A lot of people have forgotten about him and how well he does things. And it's not that he always does them well the first or second time. He picks things up very quickly. And and once he gets it, it's done. I am very intrigued with how NXT is going to use him. Are they going to send him back to the UK? Is he here in the United States for a while? And then we'll take a month or two off and go home. What is going on? I haven't heard. I have read rumors all over the internet like I'm sure most of you have. But, I just, I don't know what to think of him. If you've listened to previous episodes, you know I am not a big fan of Escobar. Is it his character? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm going to have to wait to see if and when they ever make a decision to change up his character, his gimmick. Whether I like him then. However, the reason why I say I don't think so, I don't really like his wrestling. Um, I like the Lucha style. Um, The Lucha brothers, Pentagon and Ray Phoenix, are two of my favorite uh, tag team wrestlers, but also singles competitors. And I watched lucha underground and and all of that so i know it's not the lucha style he has a slow pace to me and it's not methodical randy orton also has a slow pace and he is like my probably one of my favorites ever um i think the stuff that he is doing right now is unbelievable it's some of the best work that he's ever done but As far as Escobar, I can't get into him. I didn't understand why they put the cruiserweight belt on him and definitely did not understand why he took a prominent role. The faction part, like I said in the previous episode, Legado del Fantasma probably the most improved tag team in the last six to eight months, easily. But, I don't see Escobar getting better. And I think that's that's part of the problem. So, I'm predicting Jordan Devlin, obviously, to win tonight. I am also hoping, with all the hope I can muster, That Jordan will stay here in the United States. And will become a fixture. When NXT will grow. And we'll see him become the star that I think he can be. And I hope he does it in NXT slash WWE. I hope he is not like uh, TJP. Leo Rush. Um trying to think of the other cruiserweights that they've kind of let go that have exploded since they've let them go. Um I hate that. But I think one way or another we're going to see Jordan Devlin become a star somewhere somehow. The women's tag team championships. I am not interested in this at all. None. And if you listen to my previous episodes, I am all for the women's evolution. Uh in all companies, all promotions. I think New Japan needs to get a women's division. But I think the issue with this is they took let me restart. Naya And Shayna should have lost the belts. The women's tag team championships. They should have lost the belts to Dakota and Raquel. And never should have created NXT tag teams. One, they don't have enough true tag teams to warrant a belt. And I actually liked making the tag team champions travel to all three shows. It opened things up. It gave them different segments to work. um, It brought a little flair to the actual pay-per-views. And I just enjoyed that part. But because... At the last minute, from what I understand, Vince decided not to pull the trigger. Regal, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, went to buy it to get the NXT Tag Team Championships. Here's the problem. Dakota and Raquel deserve them, which is why they got them and are the first, you know, champions. They held them one day. They had to have them drop them because Raquel was getting ready to win the NXT Women's Championship. The problem is, the team that probably should carry them and are going to be a superstar tag team, but they really need to split up, and I think Vince will split them up, is Caden Carter and Casey Catton there? They are a true tag team. They both have the promo skills, the ring skills. Are they as good as the main roster? No. But, giving them the belts would uh, allow them to grow as the stature of the belts grow. Giving them to Shotsky and Ember wasn't a good idea I don't think as a tag team they're strong enough to carry them and to bring them up in stature same thing with the the main roster tag women's tag team belts I think they did a strong disservice by giving them to the Iconics um it went down in stature, even though I love Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. I think Peyton Royce, when she eventually gets to leave, is gonna blow up. They don't use her correctly. but it took them putting the belts on Bailey and Sasha for what? three months, six months. I mean they were they were fighting for them for six months. I think they carried them for three months the second time in 2020 to raise those belts up in stature and everybody thought when they first became a tag team that they were just becoming a tag team for Sasha to eventually turn on Bailey. I liked the swerve, but they took tag team wrestling serious. And I think a lot of fans did not count on that. And I think that's a little bit of what's going on with Schotsky and Ember. I don't know that they're necessarily taking their tag team serious. I think they're seeing this as oh, we've got the tag team belts, this is another rung on the ladder to get us to the main roster. I don't think they're wanting to learn tag team philosophy, strategy, how you keep people in one corner, how you combine moves, create tag team moves. I I don't think they're getting that. I don't think they want to. And so when I see someone have the belts that don't buy in to the whole tag team philosophy, I want them... Either not to get the belts in the first place, or to drop them as soon as possible. The problem with this match is they're taking on Candice and Indy. Which, again, lies in its own issue. Candice wants to be a singles wrestler. She wants, obviously, to have as much star power, as many fans... And people enjoying her wrestling as they do her husband. And I think she's reached her ceiling. I talked about that in the last episode. I think now she's being used more as a trainer. And she is supposed to be helping Indy. I think Indy is learning. But she's definitely not (laughs) learning tag team wrestling. And so it's kind of the lesser of two evils. Who gets the belts? Neither one of them want to be a tag team. And I mean, if you would sit them down and tell them, hey, drop the gimmick. As a wrestler, where do you see your vision? I don't see tag team ever coming out of their mouths. Ever. And... So this is, like I said, the lesser of two evils. Whoever you're going to have carry these belts, don't believe in them. Don't want them. And I, I can honestly say that's, I think, the reason why I enjoyed Bailey and Sasha together is because they had already had their success as singles wrestlers, And they truly wanted to conquer the tag team world. I don't think they got to keep the belts as long as they wanted to. They fought for those belts. They didn't want to drop those belts the first time. And they fought to get them back the second time. And it will not surprise me if towards the end of this year or next year, somehow they don't push for a storyline where they get the belts the third time. Because I think they got the tag team bug. I don't think they want to ever give up singles wrestling. But I think they do have the tag team bug. So tonight, I think Schotsky and Amber should keep them. To stabilize them. So that they're not popcorning around. I think they need to seriously get Caden and Casey up to speed. Casey needs to get confidence back from her injury. And they need to be the ones to take the belts. Probably late summer, early fall. Somebody needs a run with these belts. And... They don't have anybody else. So Shotsky and Ember, you're it, and you're going to stay there. So, and I would just tell them that. You're keeping these belts for six months. Just deal with it. And be the best tag team you possibly can be. Will they? I I, I don't know. Moving on, though. Let's talk about the North American Championship. Johnny Gargano versus Bronson Reed. Now, I know what all of you are saying on the internet, on Reddit, on Twitter, all of that. I know a lot of you put up uh, pictures of Bronson Reed on Instagram. I saw them. Guys, I don't see what you see. That's what you need to do today convince me I don't see a superstar right now do I think he could become one? yeah I think if you have that passion and that desire and that heart and you want to work at all of your weaknesses and you want to be better then yes you can become whatever you have a vision of Is he there though now? No. I know NXT wants to push him. He is a big man. Vince loves big men. Triple H and Shawn Michaels and William Regal enjoy having athletic big men. I just don't see it. So you guys have to convince me. This is the one match you have to convince me. You've got to write me. You can tweet me at uh, Pro Overtime. That's two O's. Pro Overtime. Yes, my DMs are open, and they're open for this particular reason. Um, you can join our Facebook group. It's all pro wrestling all the time. Search it. Hit the join button. Come in. Convince me. Why Bronson Reed, number one, deserves this championship, and number two, why you see him as a star. You can hit me up on Instagram. I am pro wrestling overtime. Or you can write me. If you want to email me, pro O T at gmail.com, tell me what you see in Bronson Reed. So, you guys know where my prediction is going. I'm going with Johnny Wrestling. Um, I think in order to get the way moving as a faction and for them to have any opportunity to become one of the top factions in NXT, because they have a void there because Undisputed Era was destroyed. I think Johnny Gargano has to carry the belt until Austin Theory is ready. So, really, they they have to keep the belt on him, in my opinion. Convince me otherwise. Now, I would put this match on as my main event. However, I don't know that NXT will. They're really big on the championships being main events. But, this unsanctioned match against Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, I want to see. Um, I hate to say it. I don't know that Adam Cole can outdo his girlfriend, Dr. Britt Baker, who just basically put in her submission for Match of the Year against Thunder Rosa in an unsanctioned match. I'm sure he has a lot of ideas, some of them, not sure WWE would allow him to do, but here's the thing, Kyle O'Reilly has to win this, period, he's lost too much, he's lost to Finn Balor, he's had his butt kicked by Adam Cole, Um, you know, he... He has the makings. And he's taken a backseat to Adam Cole. He's settled for the tag team belts. He has embraced the whole tag team philosophy. But now he's ready for a singles run. And in order for him to do that, he has to win tonight. Now, I see this turning into... Johnny Gargano, and Tommaso Ciampa for the rest of the year. I see them being in minor storylines, but always coming back to each other. And I think Kyle O'Reilly has to get the first win. Maybe at the takeover before SummerSlam, Adam Cole comes back, gets a win... And then maybe end of the year, they look at being a rubber match and deciding it maybe f- once and for all. A lot of people are saying, oh, Kyle O'Reilly, he's going to pull the trigger because Adam Cole's going to the main roster. Uh, It will shock me if Adam Cole goes to the main roster. Do I think they want him up there? I think Vince is almost convinced. I don't think Bruce Pritchard is. I think Bruce Pritchard will bury him. Um but I don't think Adam Cole if they ask him I don't think he wants to go up there. I think he likes being in NXT. They don't travel, you know. Like I said, his girlfriend is in Jacksonville. He goes up there. He has friends up there. She comes down to WWE. She has friends down here. And so I think their life works out. Him being on the main roster, if they start up touring again, AEW starts up touring again, I don't know if it works. So we'll have to wait and see. But tonight, I think this may steal the show, and I think Kyle O'Reilly should win the championship. I went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth on this. If you guys have listened to my episodes, you've talked to me, or, or you've uh, emailed with me, you know these two are Two of my NXT favorites. I absolutely love Finn Balor. I loved him in New Japan as Prince Devitt. As the leader of the Bullet Club. He was actually the first leader of the Bullet Club. And the things he did over there. Um, I realize all the things that he pulled over there. He can't pull in WWE. But I so want him to. Um, I love the Demon King. When he was doing that, I agree with him that possibly doing the Demon King now might be a a step back. Will he do it again? Yes, I I believe that. I like that now he's using the prince some. I just wish he would use some of the characteristics that he used in New Japan when he was Prince Devon. Um, I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think... He originally thought he was going to spend about three months in NXT after he got done with his wedding and honeymoon. And, you know, they had other plans for him. And I think he is totally fine with it now. Not sure he liked getting his jaw broke. Um, he's still having issues with that. But I think he is very happy at where he's at. And if anyone understands how wrestling ebbs and flows as far as you, getting the belt, creating a reign, and then you have to drop the belt, I think Finn totally Understands that. You've got to understand that Finn owned his own wrestling school when he was younger. Karrion Cross Loved Karrion Cross as Killer Cross Have been watching him for a while. Um, feel like that he is getting in better cardio shape. Real worried about him when he first came to NXT. I didn't think he could go longer than five to seven minutes. And if they made him, he got really winded. Almost blew up. I think now he can go longer. He knows how to put on his style of match. However, I think Finn knows how to design a match and work with him. So that they both look really good. I look for this to be a heck of a banger. And I think Carrion Cross proves he is the monster that they have built him to be. I think somehow something happens that he becomes Killer Cross. Uh and they can go one of two ways of it. First, obviously, once he gets that angry and becomes Killer cross, they can allow him to win the championship. Two, he goes that way and gets disqualified because of how violent he becomes. So like I said, I've went back and forth, back and forth. I think Karrion Cross wins the belt tonight. I really do. He has an undefeated streak. I don't think this is the time that he loses it. I think NXT, with the old guard that they have in there, believe you lose a belt because of a storyline, not because of an injury. And that's what happened to him. He had to relinquish the belt. And rehab, and it wasn't a two-week rehab, you know, it was a hard rehab, and I just really think the old guard will reward him for creating the character he has, staying within that character in the ring, and creating a pyre style of wrestling, a scary style of wrestling, and for Doing the work. And so I think he gets the championship tonight. Do I think it's over? No. I don't. I think somehow Scarlett gets involved. In a way that maybe Carrion doesn't like. This may turn into a Hulk Hogan, Macho Man. Miss Elizabeth's storyline where Finn is not doing anything, but Karen Cross sure does think he is. So I'm looking forward to it. And then I look for these last two matches by summer to switch. Karen Cross, we all know, is going to the main roster he will need to drop the belt to somebody and it will probably be Cal O'Reilly. So I look forward to this. I look for the storylines, forward to the storylines that they try to create and what comes of them. I really hope none of them have any quirky finishes or run ins, disqualifications. Uh, No finishes. I hope we get some storylines that we definitely want to see. Tell me what you're looking forward to, what your predictions are. And like I said, convince me that Bronson Reed has a chance tonight of winning the North American Championship. And why you guys think he is a star right now you guys tweet me pro overtime two o's pro overtime instagram pro wrestling overtime um facebook join the group all pro wrestling all the time or hit me up on uh email pro wrestling ot at gmail.com and i will be getting back to you soon say is I hate it for Drew I hate it for Sasha and I hate it for their characters because they worked so hard on them the last year and they've done everything WWE has wanted them to so that that ends where I think things are going to go tomorrow night like I said earlier if you guys want to gripe and complain, I know um, I had one person crawl it out in the Facebook group. I'm sorry. I totally got that wrong. But what I wonder, is he staying a while? Is he going to show up Wednesday night? Now, the other shock that shocked the crowd didn't shock me as much Because I'm still... I'm watching the match, but I'm still pondering. Is Michael Nakazawa part of the elite? Well, when he got in there with Pac... He was there to take the pin. The Death Triangle and the Saddle Brothers won. And Nakazawa took the pin. And I was like, oh, okay... They're wanting to further this feud, but they don't want the Bucks or Omega taking it. So, it made a little more sense. Now, they all walk to the back, meaning the Death Triangle, Sedell Brothers. Omega gets on the mic and talks about, he knew that Pac and, and the Death Triangle Wanted to take them on. And they were already warmed up. And ready. And why not just have a six man match. Right now. Course crowd went crazy. Well. Yeah. The death triangle came. Back out. They were all for it. Now the elite took off. (laughs) They played chicken heels. And you know. Immediately just took off then we got the main event or the last match Darby Allen versus the butcher um yes the butcher got to beat on Darby a little bit so he could crawl around on the mite, and we would think poor weakling clean Darby was gonna lose of course he's not guys He's relentless, he's reckless, and he's a hoodlum. For those of you, I'm plugging this for Darby. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Darby started his own clothing company. It's called Hoodlum. And I have no idea what the internet address is. Because when I (laughs) looked it up, I wanted to look at their hats. Because I saw Darby wearing one. And I googled... Darby Allen Hoodlum, and it popped up. and I didn't even think, hey, you should probably remember that internet address. Anyway, he does have a clothing line. a lot of it's cool. It is embroidered and has hoodlum all over it, T-shirts, hoodies, hats, on and on. I've sold him enough. but anyway, after he beat the butcher, of course, I called them the Hardy Crew on Twitter. Some of you took offense to that. I, It is the Matt Hardy Crew. But I know that you guys were wanting me to call them the Hardy Financial Office, or HFO. Well, they came out and started beating down on Darby, and the Dark Order came out. And saved Darby. They took him away, and Matt Hardy got on the mic and talked about how he was going to be taken on Darby this Wednesday night on AEW Dynamite. How he was going to take his title and he was going to make him pay. Um, not real excited about that match don't think that Matt Hardy deserves to be in that match yet. Yes, I know he's a hall of famer. I know what he's done. Do not write me about that, but he hasn't really been wrestling a lot. He doesn't have the win loss record that they always preach. And it's not a storyline or a program that I want to get into. So I think it'll end up disqualification. I think, the Hardy financial office will interfere and that Sting will have to come out and knock some heads around with a baseball bat. But I uh, don't consider Matt Hardy even a threat to win the belt. Now they may book it a different way for our show. I had a blast. I enjoyed talking to the people around me And I just enjoyed the house show feel. You can tell there's a difference. Um, The wrestlers are a lot more relaxed. They don't care to joke around with the crowd. They don't care to do some moves that maybe they normally wouldn't do, to try new moves, or to bring back old moves that, you know, everybody wants to see. So I really enjoyed it. I hope they continue having some house shows in Jacksonville like once or twice a month. I don't see them touring any time soon, which I know a lot of you are looking forward to. I just don't think it's ready to happen yet. Uh, But that's my review. Uh, Everybody was, you know, wanting to know what happened. Well, there's what happened as far as building or furthering a program or a belt changing hands or anything like that. No, none of that happened. I wasn't expecting it to happen. If you want to get a hold of me, I think you guys know how to get a hold of me on Twitter. But anyway, Twitter is pro-overtime. Two O's. Pro-overtime. Yes, my DMs are open. And they're open so that you can... Tell me how great I am. Or tell me where to go and what I can do when I get there. Which is what a lot of you have been enjoying doing for the last 36 hours. Um, Instagram is Pro Wrestling Overtime. Yes, those DMs are also open. And you can always join Facebook group All Pro Wrestling all the time. Type it in the search bar. Hit join and you'll be right there so um, oh email pro wrestling ot at gmail.com I'm pretty good about answering email um, especially if people are asking real questions I try to respond to everybody in a timely manner but if you're asking um, like earlier well it was yesterday someone I, ask, I listen to your podcast. I heard that you write some wrestling articles. Do you know of any internet sites that are hiring? When you ask me questions like that, boom, I'll answer you back as soon as I can. Um, you're telling me how bad I suck and how bad I am a WWE uh, mark. Yeah, you might have to wait five or six hours for... You'll get a response. But that's not an important um, DM to me. Especially this week. Because there's so much going on and I'm trying to catch so much wrestling. And when I'm not watching, I'm streaming it. I'm I'm trying to find out things, I'm making calls, I'm trying to talk to people and, and everything, make connections... So, um, I will get back to you, though. So, I am wrapping this up. I've got four more podcasts to go, and I will be talking to you soon, and I'll see you down the road.
0: Not since flying reindeer have the holidays seen something so amazing. Just in time to make selfie-ready holiday hair easy. Introducing the Do-It-All Styling Tools for Glam Holiday Hair. The holidays are happier with glam hair. And the Not Doctor All-In-One Dryer Brushes from Conair makes it easy. Detangle, dry, and style in one step. No elf needed. The Not Doctor Collection has a dryer brush for every hair type and style. The Pink Smoothing Paddle Dryer Brush has flex bristles for painless detangling and high performance power for quick styling and smooth shiny results and the purple dryer brush comes with a bonus volumizing attachment to boost lift and volume at the roots it's perfect for salon blowouts at home and since they're ideal for every hair type and length they make great gifts for everyone on your list who wants beautiful hair without the hassles shop the not dr dryer brushes at conair.com or at your favorite retailers now